Um, Saucy, do you know? Uh, there's what? this other thing that's really weird. Um, did I tell you about the thing that was really weird? No, tell me, uh, Blevins. I'm it, very it, interested to know the it was really this, weird thing. It was this glitch I was getting where right in the middle of my sentences, music... <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rune Terrible Radio. I am Blevins. Joining me, as always, is Saucy Mailman. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up? Also, sorry for... I have to... Uh, we have to uh, change this. Uh, I have to go back and fix this in post, but welcome to Rift Terrible Radio, the uh, Wild <laughs> Rift podcast, because we've been hopelessly yes. addicted to Wild Rift lately. <laughs> Let's make yes. Rift terrible. I just thought of that. Rift, Rift terrible is a pretty great name. We might, <laughs> we may get off on a wild Rift tangent for yep. sure, and we might be getting off on that tangent with our wonderful guest, the amazing, the fantastic, the the shining star in a world of darkness, the one and only Deech. Welcome to the show. Oh my God! <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for for having me and for the invite. I'm I really appreciate, it and uh, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, we're super excited to have you, and uh, we'll talk a little bit um, about Deech for those of you who are not in the know about Deech. Uh, first off, uh, why losers? I'm yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to... Wait, hold on. <laughs> take that part off. Yeah, we'll we'll edit that, that too. We'll fix that too. We hey, editor, fix call... that. Yeah, yeah, editor. Yep, yep. That's the, that's the mark. Uh, we didn't just call listeners losers for not knowing Deech, but really, what are you doing? Come on. Um, one of the best players in the Americas region, if not the world, one of the most distinguished players in competitive Runeterra. Um, if you've seen basically any tournament, uh, any tournament series, you will have seen Deech. I guarantee you, or at the very least. Uh, the team you're a part of, Team Hydra, because you guys are uh, absolutely insane when it comes to uh, tournament performance. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, absolutely uh, fantastic. But um, before we get into uh, Deesh, we just got a little bit of housekeeping to go over. Of course, everyone knows the best place to find the podcast is over at Discord, discord.me slash radio. That's where you're going to want to go to keep up with all of our new guests, to keep up with all of the cool stuff we're doing in the community, and honestly, just be part of the community because we've got so many folks in there, uh, you know, Night Striker, Cosine Joe, uh, you know, the the OGs. I, I'm, I'm missing, like, a half a dozen people who are, like, essentially part of the podcast. The founders, yeah. The founders. Uh, so many people that are in there that are just always there greeting everyone and just making it a really awesome community. And, you know, no Kappa, but... The Riff Terrible Radio. I mean, okay, I'm not doing another podcast. I'm not committing to another Me podcast. Me either. Yeah. Recently, I don't, so. I, we don't I have the time at all. Don't but. have the time to do another podcast. But if you're looking for people to play with or you're looking to just talk about the game, we made some uh, text channels and some voice channels to find people. You can, you know, look for, there's some looking for game channels. Yeah. If you're looking for people to play with and don't just want to queue up with randoms, you can queue up with members of the community. So, yeah. Definitely, yeah, I've never yeah. once queued up with randoms, except for the one time I didn't know how to add people and I accidentally clicked OK. That was an accident. But yeah, just been <laughs> playing with people, people from the community. Uh, I'm yeah. really good at the game. Yeah, I, uh, I I queue up with randoms sometimes, but mostly because I'm. Um, 
I'm on the toilet and I don't want to be. You're, you're trying <laughs> to learn to how to jungle on the toilet and you're embarrassed. Um, I was, I was, I, I had a moment there to pause to think if I was going to say it. I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so definitely make sure you're joining that. Uh, and we've also are going to be getting some more content on the, uh, Patreon coming up soon. Um, stay tuned for that. If you want to go to patreon.com slash you're in terrible radio, talked about the webinars series. I've already talked a little bit with Mr. Deach here about getting some stuff, uh, on there. So <clears throat> again, if you have any, uh, topics or anything that you want to see, head over to the discord, put them in the show suggestions there. Um, but we're going to be getting some of those out very shortly. Go yep. to patreon.com slash you're in terrible radio. If you want to support us there. Okay, I got through it all. Sauce. Did it. Got Did through it. all the, the housekeeping. Proud of you. Now, let's talk about you, Deech. For those, uh, for those beautiful, wonderful listeners, not not losers. I don't know who aren't that. complete that was... dumbasses, who aren't, who aren't stupid com- idiots. For though, but for <laughs> those who just haven't had the the privilege to 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 know about Deech. Tell us a little bit about your background. What what got you into sort of gaming in general? Like I play video games since I was like five. So I played in a PlayStation Two from every from since I was a baby actually. <laughs> but in, into competitive, I mm. I got into competitive league uh, okay. in, in league season four. I, I don't recall correctly exactly. Mm-hmm. But I played league competitive for five years almost. I got into into a very big organization actually. I was I was kind of good at the game, but I never got everything I wanted there. Like I didn't mm-hmm. get to promote to a, a to to the best league, C below in in Brazil actually. So yeah, I, I played league for five years competitively, but then I. I went to Fortnite a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I did, I did well there, but not quite. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I got into LOR. Like, mm-hmm. I just loved LOR, and I started playing tournaments. And yeah, it's pretty much it. That's awesome. I mean, the the jump from for, I mean, even League and Fortnite over to LOR, it's definitely a. I mean, that's a. Those are very different yeah. games for sure. Yeah. And it's it's really kind of crazy to think that you can be a top sort of league player, a top Fortnite player, and then come into LOR like it's nothing. I mean, was there a particular reason that you got into LOR? I mean, did you play card games growing up, or was it just like, hey, this is a, a riot game that's coming up? I'm gonna just I'm just gonna go and dominate at it. Yeah, it's kind of both because I played a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh when I was young, okay. like a lot. Not in my PlayStation Two or in calling in school mm. but i've never had money to like actually buy cards and to have sure. my collection and to go to tournaments and in mm-hmm. brazil it's not that strong here mm-hmm. but i was when i played league and fortnite i was actually good because of the strategic part like mm-hmm. i was not the best mechanical player mm-hmm. but i was very skilled uh, in a intelligent way mm-hmm. so i think that's why i migrate to something like LOR that it's pretty much just you you just have to think you don't have to to have skill but yeah it's pretty much it like I I love card games and I love Mm -hmm. strategic games and 
I love Riot games, so <laughs> it's the fusion of this, yeah. yep. these things. Now that that, that makes it like going because strategy games are more about outthinking your apartment, your opponent, like outwitting them. You not as much like think your apartment, your apartment as yeah. well, uh, <laughs> and your house and your hot tub. Um, but it's less like muscle memory and like you know, m- you know, mechanics like that. Um, so so you played Yu-Gi-Oh. What comparing? you know other card games because we usually we like a lot of the times we usually get people they either come from end of runeterra from other card games or from mm-hmm. league of legends those are like the two big people uh and people from card games i always like to know just comparing runeterra to other card games you've played how has runeterra compared to something like Yu-Gi-Oh? and what have you liked and disliked about runeterra for sure the free-to-play aspect is a very strong part but this isn't like nothing compared to spell mana like i love the spell mana mechanic and (laughs) the pro and Mm. the the simultaneous turns Mm -hmm. like the ability to to actually play the game with your opponent during the entire game it's it's something that for me makes run terror completely different from other card games Mm -hmm. of course other card games have this this aspect some of these aspects but not not all of them so uh, I think the the spell mana and the simultaneous turns are the like design wise LOR is so beautiful as well. So I I really appreciate art. So I really love everything. The the runeterra world is is so beautiful and deep. Mm-hmm. So everything is is so much prettier here. Like yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now I, I, I'm, I'm curious because obviously, as you mentioned, uh, and of course, many of us know you are, um, in Brazil and a part of the greater, uh, you know, Brazil community for LOR. And as someone who's not part of that, but is looks at a lot of these communities, I just got to say, Brazil is crazy in a yeah. good way. Right. Yeah. You, you, are, everyone seems to be like super into LOR, like, and the community rallies behind the players uh, in a way that we just don't see in, in a lot of other places. I mean, Europe has their EU has their own thing, um, but it's different. NA uh, or, uh, you know, the U S and Canada, they have their own thing, but it's different. Uh, the other regions have their own thing, but it's different. I, what I'm I'm just curious what your thoughts are on why is the Brazilian community so like I don't I, crazy is the only yeah, way I can describe I it in a good can, way. <laughs> like I, I think it's because Brazil suffers in a lot of ways, like polit political and mm. er, everything. A lot of things are are bad here, so we 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 tend to tie in the good things. Like mm. we we always root for our competitors, no mm-hmm. matter what the game is, like soccer, uh, volleyball, everything, mm-hmm. like PV in in MTG. Yeah. So we always love to root for Brazilians, and when mm-hmm. s- uh, something that is competitive and Brazilians are doing great, like we always did great in LOR, mm-hmm. more people tend to think oh my god i can do it as well so the community really ties together and works together we have a lot of discords to mm-hmm. to practice we have our main league that have a lot of outside brazilian things so i think it's pretty much it like brazil loves mm-hmm. to compete and loves to to root for brazilians and 
yeah, I, I receive a lot of supports from, from non-Brazilians as well. And they always ask me that, like, why is Brazil <laughs> yeah. that, that crazy? Why is Brazil loves this game so much? Like, yeah. it seems like the Brazilian community is bigger than the entire world. And that's not true. It's just because we tend to talk a lot about the game. We tend yeah. to be vocal. And, yeah. and that's really, really cool. Like, really cool. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it's totally, it's totally true. It's, it's funny because every time people, whenever they're asking me about like my stream and whatnot, uh, like for for my YouTube audience, my number one audience is Brazil. Uh, it's it's ahead of the U.S. and all of the EU for me, and it's it's like mm-hmm. everyone and everyone's been like so nice. I have so many invitation people. Like, if you ever in my part of the woods in Brazil, come <laughs> over. Someone sent me pictures of like some bread they were cooking. They're like, I'll make you bread and like just crazy wow. stuff. I'm like, all right, I'll, I feel like I, we need to we need to do a uh, terrible Brazil tour next Ooh. week. I already booked us tickets. So okay, good because I, I was go. going to say yeah, let's do it, let's do it. I, that would that would actually be sick. It'd be so um, fire, and it's gonna happen sometime. I'm I'm gonna come over and hang out. I need, I need to learn. I I need to I need to learn some Portuguese as well as the Portuguese accent because I've been told that my pronunciation of Portuguese words is a Spanish accent, and I just don't I just don't know. So we'll we'll have to work on that at some point. Um, I can't help you. But, I can't help. Yeah. <laughs> um, for sure. But I, I mean, I I think it. I mean, even just from like fight nights and just the tournaments that we've done for uh, for Giant Slayer, it's like we loved the Brazilian community because you guys are just so good. you've been so great to work with and so uh, passionate about the community, and that's just that is what what Brazil has is what everyone wants. So like that's it, it's amazing. Yeah, so. It, it, it's so good. Like whenever I play a big tournament like, like fight night, the community su- support is. It's crazy. Like mm-hmm. sometimes we we got like one k people watching a, a tournament. Like it's not common in LOR right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like just the Brazilian stream has like one k people watching, and that's yep. a lot. Just because some Brazilian is on the finals or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely uh, fantastic. So definitely wanted to call that out and. If you know you're in the community or listening to the podcast and and weren't sure, I mean, there's a ton of uh, you know great streamers in the community, great content creators and players. Um, and I know, un- unlike me, many of uh, the Brazilian uh, uh, players and, and streamers and content creators are uh, multilingual. Unlike me, where I'm just a you know silly mono mono language speaker. So uh, always great to. Uh, uh to check you guys out so that that's amazing um okay we do have a ton of stuff to talk about with the patch but we've got a couple of important questions here saucy that we got to get to before we move on to the yeah so again these are the important questions everything else as i say every time i don't care throw that all out the window this is the real (laughs) this is the real heart of the interview i need to know deech what are your three favorite cards in the game mountain scryer Ooh. Press F for the next, but Aphelios and Tatooine oh. Egg. Oh, okay. I love this card yeah. so much. Like, I really love this card. These are my three favorites. And you can put, like, the entire Targon together if you want. Because I, I love <laughs> the region. Like, really love the region. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a hot take these days. Most people are, are, are gunning for, for Targon. 
But uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe after these uh, these pat this patch, we might be seeing a little more uh, Targon sympathy. Um, so that that's awesome. Okay, so we got your three favorite. How about three least favorite? Fiora, Legion Rearguard, and Tankench. But I have to explain Tankench because I loved him on League. I loved him on League, like uh -huh. really. But he's so annoying on LOR. <laughs> like every time I get. I hate to play with uh, Soraka Tankench, so uh, I've never played this deck that much. Okay. But I, when I get to play against Tankench, is uh, oh my god, it's so <laughs> annoying. You got a I problem can't. with me, Deech? <laughs> yes, I do. He's unapologetically, yes. Unapolog looks, looks Tom Kench, the river demon, straight in the whiskers and says, yes, I have a problem with you. <laughs> All right, okay. Hey, gotta respect it. Okay, we we lied. Those questions are also useless. This is the one question that actually matters. This is the only one. What is your favorite guardian in the game? Okay, I I have to test Earth more to because okay. it's really good. The new one is amazing, actually amazing. Mm -hmm. But Neon Neon Von Yip is perfect. Ooh, like I always yeah, use okay. this, and I've the the some people say that I've never lost a tournament playing this this guardian <laughs> it's the hey. it's the good luck term i'm all about yeah. that yeah i will say the new earth guardian i played a, a couple of games today he's he, he looks cool but like he throws a fish you, in the opponent yeah he does but when you click him it electrocutes him i don't like that that much i don't know i don't like i don't like hurting the guardians i love I the fish more... i love the fish slap but that he does yes. make a lot of noises yeah, yeah. He makes I, a lot of sounds not as much as that weird cat thing from from oh Shoma. my god that thing is the actual worst yeah, yeah or whatever and, is it called yeah it like makes noises like every three seconds it's yeah. awful um yeah i don't know i i want i i like earth I like Earth, but I, I want him to not get electrocuted. I don't, want to <laughs> I don't want to hurt my guardian when I click on him. You are all about animals, so. <laughs> you know, it, yeah, I just like, you know, unless it's T-Hacks, in which case I wish I could disassemble him, but, you know. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> you mean, you said Gromp wrong again. No, Yet again. Gromp is amazing. Nightshade Gromp gang for the win. Okay. Now, the meat and potatoes is what everyone wanted. We're going over patch 2.5 the big one the big one that we've been waiting for for for, quite some for years time. um and, and one thing i want i want to preface this with um if you haven't watched uh i believe there was two um there was two uh yeah, I think dev there were two. talks there's at least two right there was one with really good. swim yeah swim and riot dovadigas I don't know if I'm saying that right. Sure. And BBG and I believe Steve Rubin was another one. I don't know if there's other ones. If there are, I'm, I apologize. But those are the two that I saw. Definitely go check those out on those on their respective channels because it gives a little context. I know, you know, we talked about, what was it, three weeks ago when, when we had the Boulevard clip with talking about the patch cadence. And I, I think uh, at least from the swim interview, it kind of, at least gave some clarity to that as to what they were thinking. So definitely check that out. Uh, check those out for sure. Cause they're really good. Just content and, and give context to that. Okay. So we start off, we got the meta snapshot back. We got, yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say, I, I, I also like it. like it too. Very yeah. surprising. Um, some decks there, right? Like 
Lissandra Toronto with that much of a play rate, I didn't expect it. Yeah, and it does say okay, so this is patch two one two one four from March. Okay, so this is a one week period from March tenth excuse me, the seventeenth. And it's from platinum to diamond. So it's weird because uh, I, I am okay. playing high masters and I probably never find like one time a day, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense because I, I think the majority of the player base is around platinum, uh, like gold platinum area. So I think that's why they chose this. Um... Yeah. Well, I mean, also like, yeah, I, I think I, I, I like this differentiation, like keep, like if they gave a different, I mean, I don't know how useful it would be for the public, but like have the master's data be its own thing. Cause I think, you know, playing a deck at the highest level against other players who are playing decks at the highest level is going to give, is going to paint a different picture. That's not always relevant, right? Like, um, it's not relevant for everyone. So I, I kind of like it. Mm -hmm. but there's an example from, from Weiheimer in the past, like, the the win rate in in platinum was like four forty seven percent mm -hmm. I I think and in master it was like sixty uh, fifty six percent like it was oh, wow. that different yeah I, I'm not sure about the numbers but I I remember that was yeah. really different mm -hmm. yeah I mean I I would imagine that there's definitely some some key differences there I I do like that for the public facing stuff that they are using this this information with plat diamond. No, oh, snapshot looks at decks used at platinum, diamond, and masters. Okay, so masters is in is is mixed in this at least. Um, okay, but yeah, you can definitely take a look at that, and I'll post the the link to the patch notes in uh, the description for those listening in podcast land. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of. Uh, I mean, I do like this because a you know if you're like, hey, I want I want some new decks, or maybe like I remember last time, last time we got this. Um, the snapshot there was like a Lucian Z deck that I had never seen. Yeah, it all on ladder and never it never got talked about and never and it had like a a pretty good win rate and I'm like, where is this deck been? So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna use this and see how it plays. Uh, I hated it, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is uh that's definitely cool. Okay, let's start off at the top. We got the big boy, the card everyone was talking about getting nerfed. Twisted Fate uh, is going from I've seen eight cards to I've seen nine cards for his level up. Um, I'm also going to talk about his other associated cards because it's obviously relevant to the conversation. Pick a card is now a two mana burst spell that only draws two cards instead. Burble Fish is now um, same exact card except as a two one instead of a three one. And is that the only other like twisted fish ish yeah. card? Okay. So let's start with this sort of grouping. Deech, what are your thoughts as someone who has played a good amount of TF Fizz? What are you thinking about this change to the, the TF package? Yeah, like TF going to, to nine cards is like much more of a prophylactic change. Like mm -hmm. every time you add more cards to the game, you will be adding card draw. It's inevitable. Yep. So making him nine mana because he was fine at eight mana like the feast tf deck was busted but the the tf was always like eight eight cards and it was always fair but in the future it, it, he would he would 
be needed to change. So I, I like this change. Mm -hmm. The the pick a card, I think it's really good. It's not a nerf, it's a, a change yep. because it goes to two mana and two cards. Mm -hmm. But I, I think it can see playing much more decks now because mm -hmm. it's like a delayed rummage without the drawback yeah. of discarding. Mm -hmm. So I really like this card, and I will try in, in a, a lot of different decks. And the Burbo Fish, I hated the change because mm -hmm. I was expecting some mana cap there. Mm -hmm. I, I was expecting at least one mana. Yeah. So I, I I don't think it it will it will be enough to to kill the deck. And I was expecting the deck to, to be killed because it was so oppressive. Mm -hmm. It was the strongest deck we've ever had in this yeah. game. With, with no doubts. Like, yeah, not even Hecarine was that strong. Yeah. The old, oh man, old, old Hecarim. Only, yeah. only 90s kids remember old Hecarim. <laughs> uh, Saucy, what, what, did, what did you think about the this this package change? Yeah, I like, I think, I mean, I like the, the TF... Uh, the twist of fate change, I think it's good. I really like the pick a card change. I do think the card is like overall stronger. Um, you can put it in more archetypes. Um, I think it sees play in more decks other than just TF Fizz. Uh, I too was I was expecting Burblefish to be can't be reduced below zero mana, um, and they they put in the notes that they liked. Uh, I don't remember how they explained it, but they liked the uh, the. This is narrative an build around and payoff. Yeah, they they like being able to have it go down to zero because it's yeah. fun and you know a good time to be able to play zero cost spells because zero cost cards are fun. I, I like paying no mana for things, mm -hmm. um, but I expected that to be the same change. But uh, the I think the deck, if like specifically talking about Twist of Eight Fizz, uh, just from playing today because I, I I played all day, uh, it's still mm -hmm. very good. So if you liked Twisted Fate Fizz before, yeah. it still seems good, and I was getting uh, destroyed by it still. Yep. Um, Twisted Fate does level up a little slower, but they were still, mm. I mean, they still have pick a card, you know, rummage, uh, stress testing. They still have everything, so yep. nothing's really changed. It's still very good deck. Yeah, I, I liked the, the sort of the combination of changes for a couple of reasons. I think the Twisted Fate... Um, add-on i i agree with you deech i think it's a proactive change like every time that they add a card that says draw x cards on it everyone's going to immediately be looking to twisted fate because it's inherently going to be good with him so let's make him a little bit worse before to soften the blow and make it so that they can't make it so that they can put card draw in future sets because people yeah. like to draw cards um i i agree with both of you that pick a card uh, just feels like a more versatile card. It's cheaper, which is good. It does. It's a a cheaper or it's a uh, cheapened effect, which is fair, right? They didn't just say, okay, pick a card, cost five mana. Um, good luck Deal playing with it. it. Yeah. It's like now this is a different card now, which we've seen. Um, we saw a lot more in the early days of LOR where they would like shift things to the side instead of like only up and down, right? This is a, a side change of like power level maybe the same but it's in a different way right um so i really like that as well um for whatever reason my first thought was lease in with this it's like cheaper cards um a cheap burst cards that draw 
Lee Sin likes that. I don't know if you want him in Bilgewater, but that was the first thing that my yeah. mind went to. <laughs> Maybe at some point. The rest of the, I don't know if the rest of the deck works, but that uh, that, that was that. Um, and then Burblefish, you know, just need that's a straight power uh, reduction, but you still get to do the cool thing potentially. Um, it's still probably fine. Um, my, my thought is like, and I'm, I'm hoping that the devs went into this love this like level of thought on it of like you don't need to like completely kill a card or not you need to find the certain breakpoints right yeah the breakpoint for twisted fate was uh turn four twisted fate blue card uh pick a card and then next turn all you need is any two of either you need a rummage and then either another rummage or a stress testing it's automatic level up right the breakpoint yeah. now is like okay you took you took one card draw off a of pick a card, okay, and you gave an additional level up, uh, additional card needed for Twisted Fate. So the break point now is like, it's probably turn six now more consistently. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that now Twisted Fate needs to live an additional turn, which is huge. So like even just extending the Twisted Fate level up one additional turn on paper might not seem that big but it, i mean it, obviously you know keeping a twisted fate alive an extra turn is a huge ask and a lot of yeah. times you're not expecting to not level up twisted fate if uh it's been out an additional turn so i think that this you know and then the, of course the break point with burble fish is you know it's doing two-thirds of the damage so there's obviously going to be break points where like you don't just go completely off, especially with iterative improvement. Like it's probably a turn or two slower now mm-hmm. because of that. So yeah, I think, I think that, yeah, sorry. No, 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 go, go. I think the deck will be much more focused on the, the combo right now with uh, mind melts. So because mm-hmm. this, this deck has a, has lots of draws. So mm-hmm. I don't think that like the deck was so busted that even with three nerfs, you can still play it. Yeah. And which is that's my point like cool. yeah yeah I, I mean i i i i mean we saw the deck sort of come to life on on fight night at least when blaze nation won the tournament with mind meld and i think cast either me or Cassa famously said man if we just if we see, we're gonna be happy if we see mind meld win every tournament oh oh how oh. cursed did we make that <laughs> yeah. um but it, it the fact that the deck can still exist in some capacity, I think yeah. it's going to be awesome. It's going to reduce the super frustrating, like, well, I full mulligan for Mystic Shot, didn't see it, and they just got to level up Twisted Fate and I lose. Those are, that still can happen for sure, but it's going to require a little bit more and it's going to happen less consistently, which I think is just, which is good overall. Yep. Okay. The next one, this one. Deech is, is is praising this change. I'm I'm crying a little bit because I loved this card from the beginning. Fiora base stats being reduced from three three down to three two, and then of course the level up Fiora is now four three instead of a four four. Um, Saucy, is this the end of of Fiora decks? Uh, definitely makes them a lot worse. Um, I, I played a, against some Fiora decks today, and mm. it was considerably easier to kill them, mostly in combat. Mm. Um, yeah. 
like you you think about now of course you have the whole dice to mystic shot thing but even that that extra damage in combat makes such a big difference on fiora because she does have to live um you Mm -hmm. know a lot of times they only have so many ways to give her extra health you know with sharp sight and even things like uh um giving it the ranger's resolve or chain vest doesn't save it from get excited now like Mm -hmm. there's a whole lot Mm -hmm. to it and uh, fiora definitely seems considerably weaker DJ, yeah, I know you're I, happy about this. Yeah, I, I think the, this change will make the, the Fjord Shen deck weirdly weaker, like really weaker. But the Mono Fjord decks for 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 who's who like this deck is is the same. Like you all all of your all of your cards just protect Fiora. So it it will not make that much much of a difference. But overall, the, this change is really good because Fiora mm-hmm. is is dominating the meta since like the beta. She's yeah. always been there. Mm-hmm. So as I don't know if it was Robin Zoo or Dovagetis that said that they want the, the champions to rotate. So mm-hmm. making this change, even though they they revert it in the future, is really good for the game because now Fiora dies to Ravine, it, it, and you can protect. Mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. from that, so I, I think that the change is really good and will make the the game fresher for us. Mm-hmm. So I, I really approve. Even even if I loved Fiora, I will. I think I will. I would approve this. Yeah. It, it, as much as I've liked Fiora as a card, I, I do like the sort of soft cycling it out a little bit at yeah. least. I mean, it, you can still use it for sure, and you can still. You know, I was actually playing the all-in Fiora um, uh, Freljor deck uh, on ladder the last couple of days because it, it was actually in a pretty good position before this um, patch. I farmed like a hundred and fifty or so LP, which is a lot for me. Um, um, I got up to a hundred and fifty LP from zero. Um, uh, oh, by the way, I did hit masters. Just uh, you know, um, weird flex, but. Uh, I, <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I think um, it, it. If you really are a, a Fiora enthusiast, you can still definitely build a deck around her. I think Shen Fiora still, uh, you know, it still accomplishes a lot of the same things. I mean, yep. she still like is able to attack with barriers, right? Um, but yes, there are definitely some more break points, right? Where you know now dies the Mystic Shot, the get excited through chain vest etc and like dies to mystic shot not just from the two health but also because you break the barrier with mystic shot and now like you can't always um challenge a 2-2 even with barrier right like it is it's a risk now that you have to factor in so i think you know you have to walk more of a tightrope if you want to play fiora um but i think she's still definitely playable just not necessarily the you know a a plus tier that we've always uh expected her to be yeah and i like what you said uh slightly about you know benching this deck for a bit and fiora decks have been like shin fiora deck has been so good for so long um like i just get tired of seeing Mm -hmm. a deck be good for like i don't mind strong decks i love powerful decks i like them to be in the game you have to have Mm -hmm. something to find the meta for the meta to make sense um I think, and that's one of the biggest reasons why I've been, this past meta has felt so stale, is Twist of Fate Fizz has been so good for so long, and Fiora Shin Mm -hmm. has been so good for so long. It's not even about how powerful the deck is, it's that I'm just so sick of months 
of seeing Fiora. Yeah. So now like seeing it be less powerful for a bit, maybe if we stop seeing the same, you know, couple decks, uh, that just makes it feel more fresh. And I don't mm-hmm. care like if if you know there, there's now a Jarvan uh, battering ram deck that's a seventy percent win rate and is Ooh. super toxic, um, I'm fine with that because it's fresh and new for a while. Uh, that's the deck I've been they playing. Care. <laughs> That you deck is fun as hell if you haven't played it, by the way. <laughs> thank, thank you yeah, for I played it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fun as shit. I love that deck. Yeah. Well, and it might be better now because Jarvin got touched in this patch as well. Mm-hmm. A stats going from 5-3 up to 6-4, and then, of course, the leveled up version going from 6-4 up to 7-5. Deech, have you played any Jarvin at all, either pre- or, or post-patch? I played this uh, battering run Jarvan. It was fun, but I lost all my LP with that, so <laughs> not that fun. But like Jarvan was in a was in a really dangerous spot, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He is really strong. Like bursting uh, a unit in the board is really strong. Mm-hmm. We we saw this with the miss rates. So yep. the only problem that Jarvan has, in my opinion, is that you you don't have you don't get to choose. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I think it's the the big the bigger problem mm-hmm. than yep. the stats. Like I really love the change. I think it, it, he can be like oppressive if you are able to level him because he he is like some kind of a Shivana because he he yep. generates the the removal every turn. Mm-hmm. So. I really think he he can be uh, a, a strong uh, a strong pick, but I I don't see a deck that fits him in the in the matter right now. Mm-hmm. I I can be wrong, but he he he's not that versatile. So and yeah. we we saw from from Aphelios, versatility is one of the strongest things <laughs> in LOR. Like we we see this every day from Invoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Saucy? Have you experimented with Jarvan at all? Yeah, I've been playing a bunch of him. Um, the the Jarvan battering ram with Katarina and LeBlanc has been like the deck I've been playing a lot, uh, just because it's super fun. Um, the Jarvan change looks good on paper, but it's like the the problem was never his stats necessarily. Um, the health matters. The health is actually pretty big because he doesn't keep his barrier most of the time. The attack mm-hmm. is whatever. I mean, uh, it, 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 just like Deech said, the biggest problem is like. In order to like you, whenever you have the six mana, you want to open attack, but you don't always want to have him come out. And you have to play right. something first if you don't want him to get played. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a little awkward. And he's just the biggest like the biggest problem is he's so expensive. Like he is a six cost champion, and for a six mana champion in this game to really matter, it has to have a really strong effect. And like it, the the worst feeling is if you have to just play him. Like if you just play him, he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> He's so bad if you have to spend I mana on him. Really bad. It feels terrible. I had, to, I had to do that. I was playing an expedition, and I had Jarvin, and I'm like, "Ooh, I want to play Jarvin because I never play him." And yeah. uh, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna set up this open attack." It killed my unit. I'm like, "Huh? How does this? Can I like? I can't like. It's not like magic where I can go to the attack step." out of nowhere and just have my Jarvan come in. It's like, oh, I have to just, I have to just play this. And he doesn't even, ooh, yeah, that's, that's a, a, a pretty, pretty feels bad. And like, there's something with Demacia where like, I feel like 
they need something needs to change not not necessarily change about Demacia, but there needs to be something added either to other regions or to Demacia to make us want to play like a bigger or mid more mid-range yeah. Demacia. Right I now think it's like yeah. oh, sorry, you can no, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, I think the Masia is is so vanilla right now. Yeah. It is like they don't have good effects. Like Jarvan, for example, he has a an interesting effect, but it's like okay, I attack. Everything is attack in the Masia. Like the only different champion is Lux, and she 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 sees plays just with like some weird champions like trash or karma in the past yeah so i think the masses should have more cards like citria or like genevieve it's it's interesting it's interesting because mm -hmm. you have to go to combat but you need to sometimes avoid the combat with fearsomes or even with elusives i don't think it's mm -hmm. possible to the Masia, but some some kind of uh salty in the the attack like you don't have this you just have Strong units with stats, mm -hmm. not even overwhelmed. Yeah, and like Garen, I think is a prime example. Like Garen is like, he's so good. His his stats are efficient. He levels up like kind of easily, right? Like you just need to strike twice with him. He's a five five for five. You he, he can either attack or block or use things like single combat. Mm -hmm. On paper, everything about Garen should be so good, and. I mean, he used to see a good amount of play, like, in the beta, but, like, yeah. when was the last time we saw Garen see real play? I mean, every once in a while you see it, and I know there's a Garen-Siver uh, deck that I think Cephalopod made that, like, is, like, a B tier or maybe A minus tier, but, like, we don't see... Like, Garen seems like the type of card that really should see play, but he just yeah. never does. It's so. because the message... Like, I think it's kind of the same problem as the support mechanic he has mm. like you, you have weird units that needs to go into combat and mm. then they will make bad trades because they are worse than their curve because they have an effect mm. so the mass is kind of that like if you don't keep your board you you can't do nothing with your cards right. like Citra uses is useless uh, Genevieve is useless but mm. if you keep your board, you are not attacking. And if you're not attacking, you are not dealing damage. And it, right. it's the only way you can deal damage with the mass it's attacking. So mm. it's kind of weird for me. Yeah. It, it, Demacia feels like it just loses to Ruination at any point in time or like that yeah. type of effect, right? Yeah, it's um, a, it's like I think Jarvan's one like a super polarizing champion where mm. depending on what the meta is looking like, he could either be solid or completely unplayable because if you're going against a control deck with a deck that's playing jarvin and they're killing your units and you don't have units to attack with to summon him right. you're not winning like it's just so bad that's what i'm saying like if you have to pay right. mana for him it like to just play him that feels terrible and he's not like great against hyper aggro like all the like mm -hmm. azir or discard aggro and stuff because you, right. you're just dying by turn six yeah. uh, against other mid-range decks though like he's fantastic if you're able to use yeah. him as removal and a body that sticks around and if you yeah. can level him up you're in a great spot um but yeah the demacia is in a weird area it, it's kind of becoming uh, in a way the new ionia where ionia is the the deny nopify region demacia right. is the single combat region right yeah, <laughs> sharp sight. And yeah. yeah and sharp sight and that's it 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because like, you can play Jarvan for six mana, or you can play any of the Targon stuff. Yeah, any of the it's like you can play Mountain Scryer, and you just get so much more. You can just yeah. play play Star Shaping at five mana, and it's more powerful than a Jarvan. Yeah. Oh yeah, which is one funny thing about the Masia is they they have one of the strongest power play cards in the game. Uh, and it's for the falling, but never see play because the mass yeah. is shit. Like, yeah. if if this card was in any other region, I think it it should see play. Yeah. Like, of it's... course, uh, without the the keyword elites there, right. <laughs> but yeah. but the the card is really strong. Like, it's like herring. There is mm-hmm. no card in the game that has the power play that herring can bring, but it never sees play because it's kind of weird. In the yeah. in the region, if, if like if Harrowing was in Targon, I bet that it would be <laughs> oh, <God>. really dumb. <laughs> it would have to cost seven. It would have to cost seventeen mana, like the Watcher. Or yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, if you want to buff a card, put it in Targon. Easy. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. Okay. So we got another Demacia card here. I don't know how, if there's going to be much more discussion. This is more of like a almost like a flavor change here a shift in power level. I'm not sure better or worse, but Shivana going from a four, four down to a three, four, and now has fury on the first side. Um, and then the back, uh, the level up version is, uh, a four, five down to a five, uh, a f- is now four, five from a five, five, uh, and, and has fury. So Shivana being a dragon now has fury, which is in line with the other dragons. Um, and they took, you know, an initial power off of the base. Um, I don't know how much this changes her. I mean, maybe. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I am. I'm like fervently passionate about this one. This okay. is uh, this is like the one change that of all. I, I like the balance patch overall. I'm, I'm happy yeah. with the the changes. I think they're good. This is the one that made me mad. Um, really? I, I talked about this a bunch in my my patch notes uh, overview video. Uh-huh. Um, Shivana one not having fury was stupid to begin with, just because she's she's got the dragon tag, and I always forget that she doesn't have it because she should, and it makes combat right. stupid. If they would have left her stats and gave her fury, I think she's suddenly a decent card. I think she goes from shit to good, and yeah. like that would be. Shivana should be fun and good and like dragons are so fringe good like we've seen the yeah. like Aurelian soul dragons uh his targon's good deck is pretty yeah. solid right now um Shivana being another option for a deck like that with you know challenger dragon and uh seven seven dragon and all that would be awesome mm-hmm. um I think her set if her stats were the, the same she would be a great champion but with them taking the power down she's still just mediocre in a different way yeah yeah, I, I I made a a buff wish list with talking about every buff I wanted to see in the game, and it got like kind of viral in the Runeterra community. <laughs> and the Shivana was like add fury. The the only thing yeah. I said about her because mm-hmm. like the dragons wouldn't see play in my opinion, even with far far fury, mm-hmm. but because they needed some kind of uh, cheaper dragon in my opinion, but. They are really scared with with Shivana, because it's the same problem that I say with Jarvan. It, it's weird to have some removal engine that it's so strong and so hard to remove. Mm-hmm. Like 
it's it that's why kindred costs five instead of four because mm -hmm. if kindred was four this game would be broken the first game before the yeah game. so shivana i don't know if you guys played shivana on level two or played against shivana on level two like it's so annoying and so hard to remove her like it's mm -hmm. almost impossible if you have like three dragons and shivana and she's attacking it's it's really strong and I, I think they are scared to make her a 4-4 four four because they buffed, him, buffed her like three times now, I think. It's three times or two? Um, well, she was, she got a pull, right? She got a plus she one, got a, one buff? Yeah, she got, she got a, got a one buff before. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the second one, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. But like they are really scared because they, they have a playtesting team there. But... I think they are a little bit too conservative because mm -hmm. if they were doing like whenever they they buffed Brown to one five, it was mm -hmm. really strong. Yeah, they reverted in fifteen days. Like it's 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 fun to have something that never saw play playing for fifteen days, and then if it's too broken, you just yeah nerf take it, it away. Again. Yeah, yeah. So I, I understand that they have problems with like patching and uh, mm. the, the Apple Store and etc. I don't I don't know how to speak about this in English exactly, <laughs> but I know they have these problems. But they did it in the past with Brown, so yeah. I think it would be really fun to see Shivana with a four four. But I'm really excited to to test her, even though I I think she's still bad. Yeah, I. I feel like the one power wasn't going to make that big of a difference, right? I mean, we already have a four mana, four, four fury dragon, right? It's in Targon. Um, so like if, if they were worried about like, now granted she is effectively bigger than that because when she attacks, she gets an yeah, additional plus bigger. one plus one. So, okay. I can buy that a little bit, but like she's a champion. I mean, it, I guess maybe she could be broken from just from stats because I mean we saw Grizzled Ranger and uh, and Beamer uh, be broken with their with their just just straight up pile of stats, but eh, I don't know. I, I feel like they could have been a little more uh, they could have been a little more liberal with the power they give to uh, Shivana, but yeah, we'll see. Um, okay, another champion that got uh, this one is just a straight up buff, but it's another attacking based champion. Lulu, Lulu fans rise up, going from a two three up to a three three, and uh, a similar change on the leveled upside. Deech, are you a Lulu fan? Uh, I played Lulu a lot in league, so I okay. love her. Like I really, I really go into the the lore, and I, I really love her. But I hate the support mechanic in <laughs> LOR. Like okay. the mechanic is so dumb and so badly made because it's it's weird that some that a champion like you you want to play your champion you want you we mm -hmm. want your champion to be in the the, the the battlefield. So it's weird for me that you need to play a champion that it's bad for her curve. Like you can compare her yeah. with Badger Bear. It's three four. Yeah. So you will play a champion or a card that's bad for her curve, and then you need to make her attack to yeah. to use her effect. So her effect on level two is it's fine, 
but I don't think giving her plus one attack is that relevant. Like, I would much rather two four. Uh, I think it was the, the buff I suggested. But I, I, I hate the support mechanic. I wish for a, a rework. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I want to. I mean, I want to be a three four, but give me the aggressive Ionia back. Give me. I mean, I loved playing. Anyone remember Freljord elusives? Yeah. The OG strong deck. Give me. Oh give me God. more. <laughs> yeah. Once in a while, I just think about that deck. I was thinking about rebuilding it because, like, we haven't seen that in forever. Give me aggressive Ionia back as a as a as a feasible as an deck. option. Yeah. Yeah. Saucy, what about what are you thinking about Lulu? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh Lulu, I I wish she was good because I think mm. Ionia as a region could use another archetype, like some sort of aggressive archetype. It used to be one of the aggressive regions back when elusives yeah. were the aggressive archetype. Um so a low cost Ionia champion that's good would be awesome. Um I, I put her in the F tier in my champion tier list. Um, I she's one attack doesn't make me more excited to play her. Um, I don't think it does anything. Like yeah, she can trade with stuff, but she's still just dying. You don't want to attack with her in the archetype that needs you to attack with her. Right. <clears throat> so I don't know. I, I think she's. Yeah. This doesn't really make her. I mean, it, okay, technically, yes, it is a buff. She is technically better, but I don't think it makes yeah. her more viable. Yeah, sad, 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 sad. Okay, um, I'm going to also group these because these are actually technically aggressive Ionia cards. Uh, we're seeing uh, Shadow Assassin perhaps make a comeback here, uh, going from a 1-2 to a 2-1. So, I mean, I would argue this is a pretty big buff, but technically yes. just a shifting of stats here. Uh, Deesha, are we, are we seeing Shadow Assassin back in the meta? Uh, I think the community is overreacting to Shadow Assassin because they love her, because she, she was pretty dominant in the past. Mm -hmm. But like nowadays we have so many, so much more good cards than, than her. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. If Zep is 4 mana 2-2, two, two, draw a spell from your deck, why she can't be 2-2 two, two as well? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, I think a lot of people will test her. It's it's solid. It's 2-1. But in a meta where we have a lot, of, a lot more removals, like we have Ice Shard, we have a Ravine, mm -hmm. we have a lot of pinks, like even horror unspeakable horror it it, it was not in the game when she saw player play yeah. so i think the community is overreacting a lot because i saw people playing uh, putting her onto listings lists mm. and and i think you, you don't want that cheap damage with listing so right. it doesn't mean it doesn't make sense i i would much rather prefer a one two with listen to to make me my board stable Mm. If for uh, then a, a two one actually, so yeah. I I think the community is overreacting by the passion they have for this card. But I, I understand like the card is it's it's strong. It's not bad at all. But I I don't think it it changes that much. Mm. So I'll see any plans to play Shadow Assassin? Um, I I mean I like the change. Uh, Shadow Assassin is a card that I I 
often play in decks that I shouldn't just because I am like, I want good card draw. Um, and I, I've been playing her in like the, uh, monastery of Harana, um, Lysandra Mm -hmm. deck, um, Mm -hmm. which I, I don't know this might make it actually worse than that deck. Um, I, I don't think she has the support she used to back when she had better stats. Um, and, and kind of like Deej said, now we just have more powerful cards and we have a lot more cards that deal one damage. Um, Mm -hmm. this dies to kind of everything that's being played right now. Yeah. I, 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 I'm trying to think back on the history of like the old elusives deck and I'm pretty sure it died when Targon came out. I think that was, well, partially because old hush was, uh, insane. Yeah. Cause you could just, you could just, uh, hush an entire elusive board. Um, but like also there's just more elusives. There's like incidentally elusives. There's incidental, like one damage things, sharp side, um, sharp side. I mean, even things like tribeam improbulator that didn't exist. It's another way to just kill elusives that didn't exist before. So I, I, I tend to agree with you, Deech, that there's just shadow assassin is, has been in jail for so long that they're coming back to a different world. There's no longer yeah. blockbuster yeah. videos. No longer there. Shadow Assassin. I yeah, but that. but no. I, but I like the change. Like she's a, yeah. she's an assassin. Like she needs to have more attack than than the help, right? Right. It's a Shadow Assassin that comes in and gives you a back rub. Was what the one yeah. two was Shadow <laughs> yeah. Masseuse. Shadow Masseuse. Yes, <laughs> that's what it, that's what we need to retroactively have Riot have that uh, be the have been the name. That's that's uh, that's canon now. Shadow Masseuse. Uh, I love it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think overall this will at least be considered more. I was also thinking about it in Lee Sin, but the more I'm thinking about it, like, yes, you don't really want the chip damage. You would essentially be replacing Sparklefly, but this serves a very different purpose than that. Yeah. Um, this is not a Sparklefly replacement, and three mana draw card is expensive, especially when you're not getting a spell tick for Lee Sin. So that's my five seconds of thought on shadow assassin for Lisa, but um, another card. I don't imagine this one's going to be making waves here, but Fey guide um, the four mana was a four mana three, three play grant and ally elusive is now a four mana three, four. Does this change anything teach? I, I don't think it changes that much because the card is is vanilla, like it gives you an ally, an elusive. But if we are seeing some kind of Lulu Z or something like that, this card will see play. And I think sure. it's it's kind of relevant because when you were playing some of the, some of these aggressive Ionia decks, you the only problem you have is like you are attacking with Z, but you you don't have blockers. You don't mm-hmm. have the units to to have to to give your your board is sustain, sustainability you need. Mm-hmm. So this this one health can make him block one more unit. So sure. I think it's relevant. It's a good change. It's a good buff. But only if we are seeing some kind of Ionia, uh, not aggro, but tempo decks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Saucy, any thoughts on, on Guide? I, I mean, I like the change. This is a card that I, I enjoy, um, but I think it's only relevant if the card is ever relevant um, or if it ever matters. Uh, right. I just don't know. Like right now, the, the biggest problem is that it's in Ionia 
and mm-hmm. Ionia doesn't see play for decks that would want this effect necessarily. I, I, I played that a lot uh, when I was playing like uh, assembly bot combos, and I played it in a uh, that weird um, the the deep. Uh, Lee Sin deck and just a bunch of dumb shit. Uh, (laughs) And obviously it's better. Like Deet said, it can block more. I mean, it's it's stats. A buff is good, right? A buff is a buff. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it suddenly makes everyone like, let me dust off the old Fae Guides. I mean, uh, Fae Guide buffed, Lulu buffed, uh, Emusives rise up, maybe? Maybe? I don't want to see that. Yes, I'm. I'm telling someone. That take is close. Someone better bring emusives to fight night one of these times, and I hope that they win. Um, just, just putting it out there. Just bet all your all your doubloons on it. All of the doubloons. Okay. Um. Let's see. Okay. This one's a one-off here. Dreadway getting a pretty significant change, going um from nine cost down to eight, and base stats from four eight down to four six. Uh, and they mentioned. The, this change is twofold. They wanted to essentially just kill the Dreadway Ledros timelines combo, which this obviously does because Dreadway no longer costs the same as Ledros. Um, but secondly, they just wanted to give Dreadway a little bit more playability and maybe play that sort of like mid range or control um, gangplank deck um, in, instead of you know Dreadway kind of being more of a meme. Um, Saucy, I know you've played a lot of uh, Dreadway in the past. What do you think about this change? Uh, I love it. This is one that I've been wanting. Uh, actually, for I've wanted this change before the uh, bullshit Ledros Dreadway combo. Yeah. Um, the Dreadway is such a cool card, and even today, mm-hmm. it was so cool. I ran into a bunch of people experimenting uh, with mm-hmm. different Dreadway decks. Um, one ex like an extra turn early for this effect is really big, and also being yeah. able to have you know five extra mana, it opens up things like you can play uh, this alongside Get Excited Mystic Shot, this alongside True. a uh, Noxian whatever this the big warning shot. I don't know what its actual name is. Uh, Decimate. Wait. I I call it big warning shot. (laughs) I I call it big warning shot because I'm stupid. Okay. Um, There's just a lot of cool things you can do with this. And I saw like a uh, a really cool Kindred Gangplank control deck. Yeah, warning shot. Four mana warning shot. (laughs) No, Um, four damage warning shot. Five mana. Yeah, four damage. Um, (laughs) It's really cool. And now we we can turn our ice pillars into dreadways. This is the first change that one of my teammates, Lazy Guga, said because he was playing uh, a piler piltover combo. Uh, the, I, I love the, 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 this change. Mm-hmm. The only thing I hated is the, the reasoning because I think to the best way to, to prevent this combo is to delete the concurrent timelines from the game. The card is toxic and it will disables game design in the future. Like, you will always need to be careful with this card because you, you can never, like, have a 9-drop with a good effect right now because it will find some weird combos, right? So uh, I was want- wanting this this change forever as well as Saucy because mm. these ships are so bad, like, and Misfortune's ship is so bad in the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sejuani's ship as well, because I discovered it is a ship as well. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Dread, like, the only one that is good is Leviathan. 
and I, I wanted to see Dreadway because he, he can play a lot. Like he can play in the in the curve, like with Dreadway and Ledros right now. You can actually play the the card, and it's it's a very much more healthier combo. Mm -hmm. And you can play with like some fun Smith deck, doubling your spells and and damage. I really love this card. Like I, I think yeah. it can see playing a like keg control archetype in the mm -hmm. future. And actually, I don't know why they reduced the stats. Uh, like, yeah. of course, it's it could be busted, but I don't mind. Like, the card never saw play. Right. I think that I think the new combo instead of Dreadway Ledros is now just Riptide Rex Dreadway. Right. Like it's yeah. eight mana. You get the you, you you cast a warning shot. You then cast a Riptide Rex, turns into a Dreadway. I mean, that's basically uh, that's basically Ledros Dreadway, right? Oh <laughs> kill them most of the time. Um, I don't know. You heard you heard it here first, folks. If we see a Dreadway <laughs> Riptide Rex deck, that'd actually be kind of sweet. Uh, I kind of want to build that Pilto PNZ Bilgewater. I mean, we haven't seen that combo since like Ezreal. Uh, yeah, uh, back when Ezreal, Ezreal with Riptide Rex, and, yeah, yeah, was really disgusting. Yeah. I mean, you can just play Ezreal in that act too, still. So true, 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 true. Okay, speaking of builds, water, and changes, uh, we got a lot of deep changes. Mm -hmm. Dreg Dredgers reverted back to a two-one. Um, sea Scarab now a two-three up from a one-two. Is that it? I feel like there was another. Was there another change? Yeah, it, that is it. Okay, okay, we got two changes, but they're pretty big. Uh, Deech, uh, I know we talked about it a little bit in the in the pre-show, but is is deep uh, a viable deck now? Is it is it more than like a C tier deck? Maybe an A tier? I don't know if it's viable because of the meta. We are walking towards a meta that it's really aggro, so I don't think deep in a control archetype is good. Like you don't want to play three whales, one grasp and renation like this makes the the deck significantly worse because you are actually right now playing high cost units mm -hmm. so it's hard for you to have this kind of removals because you want your early game to be stable but this these changes are so good like drag treasures now can kill a fiora so it's pretty <laughs> relevant and the, the reason I, I love this, this change is because when you are playing deep with Atrocity, you want this cheap damage into, into the beginning can you, so you can finish the game with, uh, with uh, Atrocity on, mm -hmm. on Nautilus. So I think it's really strong for you to have a, a drop one that can deal to, deal to damage or at least trade with another... Yeah one drop or two drops mm. from your opponent. And the, the Seas card is the best unit in the game right now. Like, this, this card is completely busted. It's the best follower in the game, for sure. I, I, I tweeted about, about this yesterday. And th this card is so strong. Like, you, you don't have a downside, because when you get this card from, from the Landmark mm -hmm. or from, from Jaw Hunters, when you mm -hmm. are deep, you you would have been really sad, but now you are not that sad. Yeah. So the drawback is not there anymore, right. and the the unit makes your make your early game much more stable. 
than than you you have before because mm -hmm. this card is a is a toss engine so you, yeah. you you want him to to survive but sometimes you need to block as well and with two hp you can never block probably right so this thing just this change is so strong like this card is completely busted completely busted so strong the, wow. the only thing I, I would say is that I, I would love if it stops to to toss when you get to deep because it's so easy to to deck out now true true the downside yeah accidentally tossing your whole deck after you're deep like i really lost a game today because of that i was playing a mirror wow. off deep with Farl w <laughs> <laughs> love it saucy are, are you brewing up some new uh some new deep decks um nothing like I, I played a bunch of deep today and in it's all right um i think sea scarab is super strong that i think that card could be one of those units that's good enough to even put in decks that aren't like specifically doing uh right. like just regular deep stuff um mm -hmm. all the like the the maokai turbo mill deck that isn't good mm -hmm. but exists um this is like what makes that exist and it's a it's a great unit um yeah. and the the stats like were more noticeable on this unit every time I played it than a lot of other unit stat buffs we've sure. gotten. Um, a two, three is just so, so good. Like, yeah. And it lives now that it lives so much longer, like it's tossing an extra, like three, four cards. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Like the amount of cards, this thing mills is nuts. I wonder if we ever, is it ever possible to see like an aggressive shadow Isles deck that doesn't even, play like it has nothing to do with sea monsters but it runs either this or this plus maokai and just like you're playing all the other like you know uh bark beast and that you know keeper butcher package and all that and just like incidentally getting deep sometimes and you sometimes just have a two mana four five i i can see cs caribou not maokai because he's so bad at yeah uh, as a tempo play yeah but this card is really really strong Interesting, interesting yeah it it like when i saw this the first thing i thought of was like um uh i can't remember the name of the stupid card but the it like it, all of the like one mana black uh two twos and magic where like they have carnophage. like yeah carnophage uh like they kind of reminded me of that where it's like yeah you could just play it in a in an aggressive like yeah. shadow isles deck uh, i don't know if we have the support now but i see that at some point happening just yeah. like i said when we get Cards that let your opponent draw, Teemo's going to be good. This yeah, one, like, this true. card's going to be good in an aggro deck at some point. True, true. Um, yeah, so we might be seeing... Uh, we may be seeing the rise of deep. Okay, uh, I want to, I wanna, like, speed through a couple of cards and then finish off on um, Ophelia's Temple. Um, actually, there's... Yeah, there's only really three more cards besides those. So we've got Legion Rear Guard, which is getting reverted back to a 3-2 from a 3-1. Uh, that is the one-mana Noxus card that can't block. Um, Esteemed Hierophant, which is the new uh, Shirima card that advances the Sun Disk. Now advances the Sun Disk an additional. It now advances it three rounds instead of two. And then Callus Bone Crusher, which is the four-mana 6-4 six, four reputation I cost two. Or it was a four mana six three. It is now a four mana six four. Uh, are any of these changes relevant? I mean, are we maybe seeing rear guard style aggressive decks come back? Each. 
Uh, rear guard is seeing a lot of play in, uh, in a Brazilian tournament today, so I think this, oh, okay. this change is really relevant, like really relevant, even okay. because we are walking through a, a meta with a lot of aggro. Uh, I don't think Bunny Crusher will see a lot of play, but this change is really sweet. Like, yeah. you, you are not playing a... Like, you can play it for four mana if you want now, because mm -hmm. it would not trade with a tree drop uh, right. most of times. So I think that this, this change is really, really sweet. I don't see it seeing a lot of play, but it's it's fine for me. I, I really love it. But steaming Hierophant, uh, I would love if they make like some change, some change like uh, round end of advanced descent just one turn, like something uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> it could be broken. I don't know. I have no idea. But I would love something like this. It's yeah. it's something that I think the Sanjist needs. Mm -hmm. I, I would love it. Yeah, I'm withholding all Sun Disc in mono that like mono Sharima type deck judgment until we have all of the sets out. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, Saucy. Any of these cards making any uh, impact on you? I didn't even remember that Callus Bone Crusher was a card <laughs> when I <laughs> when I saw the when I saw the patch notes. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, yeah, there there are changes. Whatever. Yeah, I, the thing about Callus Bone Crusher is like, the thing about it is like, if it, whether it costs four or two, there's only a like if you're playing an aggressive deck where you're emptying your hand a lot, there's only a certain number. There's only a very few number of turns where that difference matters. If you draw this off the top and it's turn 10, you're spending 10 mana on it regardless of whether it costs four or two, right? You're spending your entire turns yeah. worth of mana, so it doesn't matter. So, like, you either need to get reputation early where, like, okay, I'm, I'm able to play this on two and a three drop on, like, turn five or something like that, which is a tall ask because reputation is not easy to get. Um, or you need to be having a ton of cards in your hand where you like, okay, I can play this later on turn, you know, on turn eight and play two of these and a four drop or something like that. Um, and if a deck can uh, come around where either of those conditions are true, at least a certain number of times, this is a cool card all of a sudden. Um, I don't know if that deck exists now, but again, we only have, you know, some of Shirima, so who knows? Um, but with yeah. reputation is much more easier to trigger than we thought in the beginning. I think, like it's, it is, it is much more easier tough. with a, with a deck. Yeah, but you are not getting actually rewarded because, like, right. if you draw two cards for two money, it's really strong. The yes. what's the name of the card? Uh, Whispered words. Whispered yeah, words. Yes, yes, yes. But you are playing Honestly. a vanilla unit for two mana. I don't think it's that relevant. Like sometimes it would be really strong. Like you can play three units for six yeah. mana. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's vanilla. Don't have overwhelm or fearsome yeah. or something like that. Yep. I think it has the potential to do something, but the fact that it became a six four is not the thing that's turning that on. Um, okay. The big one, another big one. We led with a big one with TF, and we're going to end with two big ones here uh, with Ophelios and uh, his associated card as well as the Veiled Temple. Uh, Ophelios, all of his weapons are going from two up to three cost. 
And to compensate for that, Gifts from Beyond, as well as Aphelios' Gifts from Beyond, obviously, is going down to one mana. Veiled Temple uh, will now only grant... uh, It's the same card, except instead of granting plus one, plus one, it now grants plus one, plus zero. Each, I'll give you the first word on these ones, because I know we already talked about how Aphelios is one of your favorite cards. What do you think about these changes? Like, the Brazilian community entirely is making fun of me because of that like everyone is tagging me on posts like did said because of affilios so i i think this change was really badly made because i know affilios was strong i know he he needed to to get a nerf and the the most i thought about the nerf was um making him not generate a weapon when he enters the field like mm. if you have nightfall he will just phase a weapon and that oh, okay. that would change a lot like you sure. wouldn't have the the stronger the strong uh, turn three with with pablo and everything so I, I don't like every every weapon going to three mana he of course he he's heavily heated by this like he's really weak i think he can maybe see play with a tri beam deck because we mm-hmm. we already played in the past with zoe Aphilos pnz mm-hmm. but like i i don't know why you make a, a really cool champion you make a, a really interesting champion that rewards the rewards when you study and you when much the more you play the more you learn mm-hmm. and then after 30 days you just kill the card like fury is, is was there for one year mm. and now they killed her and we just played the Philos for 30 days like i understand that it was really strong but mm. i i don't like the the card and gifts gifts from beyond it was necessary right so i don't have that much to talk about yeah um hmm yeah, saucy. What are you, what are you thinking? Are you are you happy about these uh, these uh, Aphelios changes? It's really tough. I think that Aphelios is one of the hardest champions to balance, just because of how they they designed him. He's good at literally any point in the game. Like it's never yeah. bad to play him, um, and all of the moon weapons are relevant at some point. So it's it's really tough because. He's one of those champions when he's too good, he feels really oppressive. And then when he's not as good, he feels useless. Um, it's yeah. really, really tough. It is very tough. Um, it, and it's funny because they they nerfed the temple alongside it where it's like just nerfing the moon weapons themselves also kind of nerfed the temple because the, the whole like the thing with the two is these cost two mana, you play them, you get two right. mana back with the temple and it, it kind of has that... Uh, symbiotic relationship yep. um i i played some aphelios tribeam today um in a couple different versions and it's he is considerably slower like i was only i never leveled him up uh, i played a handful of games and it's real hard to level him up now yeah. um because you can't like if you want to get a weapon the turn you play him you realistic like turn four or five usually is like when you can play him and get the weapon out. Um, and now since they nerfed him at two health, he dies every time. So you're usually getting yeah. one weapon. Um, I and tempo is not even buffing. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, exactly. So now he's not singling with temple. Oh, um, it's tough. It's really tough. It's very tough. 
where where I think TF Fizz is still a really really strong deck, I think that the Temple of Felios decks are considerably worse. Yeah, I I hope that they keep adjusting Aphelios in in different ways. I'm 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 kind of fine with the three mana weapons only because uh like it it slows down the sort of Aphelios engine, right? Like the the engine is still there, but it's not like okay, get a weapon on turn of, you can play it, you can get another two weapons next turn. Or you can get a weapon. You can play a weapon and, and get an additional one on the next turn if you don't play it on the first turn. Like that's going to be much harder to do, but you can still do it in the late game, right? Or like the mid mid to late game. Um, but it's a turn three champion that just works on the late game right now. Right. It, so it's weird for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. 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 I I agree with that. I think that the shell of Aphelios as a three mana three two feels off for his ability. So, I mean, maybe, like, if he was... I mean, it would... Uh, it's tough because Nightfall also wants him to be cheap. I don't know. It. I don't I don't envy being in the uh, the place of the devs because I think it is... Like like you said, Saucy, it is extremely hard to balance Aphelios because he does so much and he does it so well. And before, he did it hyper-efficiently. Now it's yeah. just, like, he kind of does it at cost. I mean... Hang three mana for a Severum is not going to yeah. feel that good anymore. Yeah, he was so versatile, but another nerf that I was suggesting, it was like if the weapons didn't count for the for the phasing, like you mm. needed to play the weapon and two more cards. So I, I think this, this change is really weird. Like I, I really think Aphelios was the heaviest hitted champion in LOR history. In one nerf, yeah. Because tempo is more. is part of Aphelios, right? Mm -hmm. You you want yeah. to play Aphelios with tempo, and now tempo don't reward you for to protect Aphelios. Like right. he just have two health, and he needs to survive until turn nine. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like in the in the temple decks before, you didn't even need to run. Like you could get by without even running protection. Like the temple itself was enough True. to keep him alive. And now you have to play. Like if you want to play a deck like that, you're needing to put in the bastions or uh, what the like the astral protection or whatever of yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah. The the I I feel like the the veiled temple because that's like I mean it's supposed to be like associated with Aphelios, right? I feel like they missed out on like now it. Before it felt very flavorful. It also was very powerful, but now it just feels off, right? Like, yeah. I feel like it should give you three mana to pay for a moon weapon, right? Like, that's the whole point of the temple. But that's just one funny thing is that we were playing a tournament yesterday before the uh -huh. patch, and the, the opponent played, we were playing a Filio's Nightfall Temple, mm -hmm. and the opponent played a, a Stony Suppressor, and we were playing with the three mana weapons yeah and it felt so bad that i almost <laughs> uninstalled the game right after the game <laughs> oh no oh no i was uh so i i was think i figured they that the weapons were going to go to three mana i thought that was going to be the thing they did i thought mm. they were going to uh revert his health back i thought there was going to be a three three right. that also has the three cost weapons i think uh like i think you have one or the other kind of I, I would have 
if he's at a three two, I kind of agree where he should do something where, like what Deej said, where he doesn't generate the weapon when you first play him or something. I think yeah. he needs to have some way to keep him safe now with three cost weapons. I felt like they would have made him a three three. Yeah. Nah. But I, I don't think even going back to three three would be enough right now because I I also just suggested that some weapons could go to three. Like some weapons are really strong. Like Calibron is really strong because it's mm-hmm. versatile. You can pick whenever you want. Uh, maybe Chris Sandon could go to three, but like doesn't make any sense to play a three mana Severin or yeah. even Inferno. Like sometimes yeah. would would be good, but uh, I, I I don't understand. Make understand those ones right. cost one. And have Calibrum and Crescendum and Gravitum cost three, and I'll be a little more happy. <laughs> um, but no, I, I agree. I, I, I mean, they're balancing like the actual power of the card with like the flavor, mm-hmm. kind of. But also, like the Veiled Temple feels like it's a miss. I think the flavor. I think the flavor police say no to Unveiled Temple, but we'll see. But that is yeah. the those are the changes of course there's the the new cosmetics the earth cosmetics i think the emote is awesome the little earth guy is also cool but i, just, I don't, don't electrocute him i don't want him to be electrocuted <laughs> but eh, whatever his favorite food is pancakes that's a, a, a manatee after my own heart um my only gripe here with the earth cosmetics besides the manatee getting electrocuted i can live with that don't make any more boards that I can't click on. Stop giving me rare board. Make all of them epic. I don't want to buy boards where I can't click them. Just put every single board as clickable. I don't. I'll but pay extra for it. Good. But the, the music, music is, is good. great. And now I feel like I have to pay a price on top of the actual money price I bought to pay to play it because I'm clicking and nothing's fucking happening. Let me click my goddamn board, please. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Or Truth. let me let me pay an additional like let me pay an additional uh, uh, however many gems or whatever or coins to make it clickable. Let me have the option to have a clickable board. For fuck's sake, please, Riot. <laughs> let I'm me spend my money. You. I'm begging you. They're gonna put a, let a, me a click on these boards. There's gonna be a coin dispenser on the side of the board, and every game you have to put one coin in to be able to click I'm it. In. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I will be poor, but I'm down. Um, also, right, please don't do that. That's an extremely toxic idea. But uh, I will, like, I, like, I buy the new boards because they're awesome. The music is great. But, like, I have to play the stupid Nightshade board. I had to, not stupid. It's actually a great board. I had to play the Spirit Blossom boards. I eventually moved to those because I'm sick of the KD8 music. I can't deal with yeah. it anymore. I listen to it too much. Um I have to play the Spirit Blossom boards because I can click on them. It always boils back to that. And I don't want, I want to play the Earth board because I like the music. I like the look of the board. It's awesome. I can't click on it. It's it's, it's nice to click when your opponent is roping, right? Like yeah. you have yeah. something to do at least. <laughs> well, it also like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of like card, like physical card game players can relate to this, but like I love having like cards in my hand to shuffle mm-hmm. around and the online version of that for me coming from Hearthstone is clicking on the board. Yep. Every Hearthstone board is clickable. I'm just putting it out. I'm just putting it out there. Of course, <laughs> you don't buy the boards and you can't. But... And I get it. Yes, I see chat. You can click your guardian. But my guardian gets electrocuted. I don't want to click him. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, okay, I'm off my soapbox um, for that. The cosmetics are awesome. If you aren't a psychopath and don't care as much as I do about clicking the board, this is a good purchase. It gets a, th- a thumbs up from me. But that's the patch, boys. Yeah. Uh, that was a good one. Okay, on a scale 1 to 10, 1 being this is the worst patch that's ever happened, 10 being this is the best one, where do you rate it, saucy, 1 to 10? I think this is the happiest I've been for a patch, mostly because I was so... I was getting legitimately bored beforehand. Um, mm. I mean, I, it was the past week I've seen four decks, and we I'm not used to that in this game. Because I'm used to that in Hearthstone or Magic. Like, that's just what you do, but... Yeah. I, I think just the continuation of TF Fizz was good before, and then it was still the best deck. And like all the decks that were good before were still the best decks, even with the new set. So I'm going to mm-hmm. give it a, a 9 out of 10. I'm happy. Okay. Uh, yeah, if, if Shivana would have been good, I would have been happy. Uh, yeah. Okay. Or Warships. They should bring Warships oh. back. Yes, yeah, revert <laughs> Warships. Each, what are you rating 1 to 10? Like this, this patch was the more needed patch in the in LOR history. I think a lot of people were like losing actually viewers in, in their streams, and we were not liking to play the game because it's like the same boring stuff every day. Uh, I think the patch is really good, really strong. Besides affiliates, I I hated the affiliates change. Like mm-hmm. I was reading the patch. It was like, oh my god, this is the best patch ever. It's a 10 out of a 10. It's so good. Oh my god. Then I read the first weapon and it was like, oh my god, this is the worst patch I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on a serious note, I will I would say this patch is an probably an eight of eight. An eight. I think it's fair because mm-hmm. they are too conservative, in my opinion. Even we, we, we have a, a really good contact with a Brazilian rioter. Mm-hmm. Her name is Monja. And he, she, she said it was going to be the biggest patch in a, a long time. And I was expecting more. Like, of course, mm-hmm. we are always expecting more. But mm-hmm. with that game state, I think we needed more. I think it's enough what we got. But mm-hmm. I think they can be more... They get, they can try more stuff. Of course, I understand because the seasonals are coming up. Yeah, but I, I wish we have like I wish we had like pets in every fifteen days. So I will give an eight of a ten because I wish mm-hmm. I wish it like thirty changes and we got like seventeen. Mm-hmm. I think so. It's yeah. fine for me. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I'm gonna split the difference here. I'll go with an eight point five out of ten. Um, I think if for for me, you know, being someone who obviously follows the seasonals very closely and is watching them um and, and covering them, I um think that this will be a nice patch to play on um you know compared to the last not even that the last seasonal was uh bad to watch but i think like this will be very notably different in terms of the meta right and that i think is a positive now we very well may find someone may break deep maybe there's a broken deep deck or a broken you know this that or the other there may be an oppressive deck but i don't think we're going to see Twisted Fate Fizz and Shen Fiora be the busted decks for this next seasonal. And with that being really my only parameter for success, I think they've checked that box. 
um, for this next seasonal. So I'm happy. I'm happy. There is a guy from my from HDR playing Fist uh -huh. F right now on ladder, and he swears to God that this deck is completely broken yet. Like, okay. I'm I'm so scared to run into a Fist F and lose like shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's still insanely if good. If it happens, like I would actually uninstall the game. <laughs> It's really good still. Uh, I think I still lost to every Fizz TF I played against today. It's super strong. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to message Drizoth right now and tell him to give me the new Fizz TF, and uh, I'm going to climb to the number one ladder. Um, uh, Just don't anyways, change anything. Uh, Just play the exact it. same deck. That's going to be it, chat and podcast listeners. Deech, thank you so much for being on the show, buddy. It's been a blast. Uh, thanks for for having me. I really appreciate your you both. Uh, I think you 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 guys do an amazing job with your communities and with tournaments. So I, I really admire you guys, and I uh, thank you for for having me and for putting this together. It's really important for the community, and thanks for the chat for for hanging out with us. It's been a blast. Yeah, thank you. Is there anyone that you want to, uh, anyone you want to shout out and uh, also let people know where they can find you when you're not here? Okay, so you, you can find me on Ditch TV on, on Twitch. It's, I stream Portuguese, but I have a lot of non Brazilian, non Portuguese speakers, viewers. Uh, I always uh, answer English questions, so you can watch my stream and we will answer what you want to, to know. And yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. It's Ditch TV as well. I am always salty there. I will <laughs> always post a lot of things. And you can see a lot of Aphelios sad memes there with my face. A lot of people are tagging me. And I, I will like to shout out my girlfriend. She, she's very, she has been very supportive the last few months that I've been competing and streaming every day. So thanks it's it's really good to have someone that supports you a lot mm -hmm. and everyone from hdr the brazilian community and the green terror community as well the, the community is super super good like mm -hmm. i've never received that much support and i've been streaming for five years and now i'm getting twitch partnership and a lot of things that i've never imagined so it's it's been super fun to to hang out with a lot of uh different people from around the world and thank thank you very much guys for for inviting me oh, dude thank no you, thanks for coming uh, on for it was a blast here. yeah it was a, it was a good awesome. time saucy where can people find you when you're not here on the show you can find me on the internet uh, my website is just saucy.live or saucymailman.com um, that's where you can find my youtube and twitch and all that i stream monday through friday um, i'm usually playing stupid shit and uh it's a good time <laughs> And uh, and Wild Rift soon to be, dude. Yeah, um, we Wild Rift. Oh, it's bad. We did a Wild Rift stream last week. It was great. Good stuff. Well, if you want to find me on the internet, you can go to Twitter. I'm at the underscore Blevins. Uh, you can also find me on Fight Nights, basically every Friday. If we're at Twitch.tv slash Giant Slayer LOR. Fight me again, please. <laughs> all, all right, Casa. I hope you're listening. We got to get teach out again. Um, and if you want to find the show on Twitter at Rune Terrible, and of course, but of course, the best place to find us in the community, discord.me slash Rune Terrible Radio. That is the best place for it. It's just the best place to be. Come on. What are you doing? Come on in. 
jump on in. We'll play some Wild Rift and talk about some LOR as well. But that is going to be it for this episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening and everyone who watched live as well. But for Deech, for Saucy, I'm Blevins, and we'll be back next week to talk about some more Legends of Runeterra. Hoggers, GG. That was fun. I had a good time. That was super fun. I had a good time. Fuck, I forgot to ask you the one thing I wanted to ask you, Deech, which was about the greatest, arguably the greatest, or at the very least, the craziest play that we've ever seen on a fight night where you're playing against Lee Sin Oh my god, no. (laughs) Oh, I need to know about this. I need to know about this. Okay, okay, okay. So here's here's the setup. Uh Deech is playing, I believe, Nightfall, right? You playing I think you were playing Night No, you were playing something that didn't have Targon in it. Which which fight night are you talking about? Like I have three really weird memories from fight night so i i need to make sure which one here's the here's the play i don't remember what deck you were playing but you're definitely playing a deck that didn't have targon in it i'm pretty sure you cast a unspeakable horror no fuck what was it oh i understand Uh, it's it's against fight night 14 against listen yeah i was playing uh i don't know which deck was i i think it's it was Diana Zoe with atrocity and horror or just horror something like that and I played unspeakable horror generate a uh, uh, eclipse dragon yes and my yes, eclipse yes, yes. dragon generated a mind splitter and I just won the game like yes. I don't feel bad because I <laughs> I had won like two series against Kovir in that day yeah and I threw the, le- the the second one, but I, I would have won choose three series. So I, I don't feel bad, but it was so weird. <laughs> he was so mad <laughs> with me that day. He, he, Kavira, was, Kavira was a little salty, for sure. Yeah. I would have been but, too. I would have been too. <laughs> yeah. But in the next fight night, I don't know if you remember that, but I was I playing mean, I Karma. I what I had for breakfast today, so. I, I was playing Karma, Ezreal. I don't know why I, I bring that. I do remember but... you randomly bringing oh Karma, Ezreal. I remember I, that. I was playing Karma, Ezreal, and I played Karma on turn like 7 or 8, and she survived until turn 10. Mm-hmm. And she generated three spells, and one of them was uh, Stand United. And I completely forgot that she would duplicate the spell, the opponent vengeance my karma yeah. and I used that to protect her. And then <laughs> they changed it two times and I was like, oh my God. And Rattling Bones was laughing. Like he, he didn't express a really reaction because he, he's serious, but I was laughing so hard and I was like, how am I playing Fight Night? Like, oh my God, it was so bad. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I just needed to I just needed to bring those up because I completely forgot to. But 
Awesome. Well, thanks again, man, for coming on. It was a blast. And uh, I'll be uploading all this stuff probably tomorrow. And I'll tag you and all the stuff okay. on uh, Twitter and all that. And if you ever need anything from uh, me or Saucy, you know, yeah. you know where to